Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey, you sound familiar. Do we know each other? It's been a couple of weeks. I'm, I don't know. I'm back from the dead. I'm giving you a hard time. So Steve has gone a couple of weeks. You had surgery, and it took a little longer than what we thought it would, it would be. You, do you yes. want to... Do you want to open up and share the intimate details? <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, what was uh, scheduled as an outpatient um, kind of thing ended up into a three-day, four-day visit to the hospital, yeah. four-day stay at the hospital. So yeah. yeah, but I'm much better now and everything's good, looking good. I'm actually going to the doc for follow-up this afternoon. Oh, good. All right. Just, well, good. Well, you lost some weights, and so you're probably happy about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we... the surgery, I was not eating, so that was, yeah, I had the benefit of, I never thought, you know, when I was younger, I'd have a hard time fasting through meals, yeah. but when you're really sick, you can fast a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> you found that out. Yes. Well, we're glad you're okay. You're good now, so I'm sure you'll get a clean bill of health from the doctor today, so yeah, good deal. So. So, all right. So what are we, let me put you on the spot. What are we going to talk about today? We are talking about five tips for a smooth uh, worship rehearsal. That's right. Five Did I get tips. it right? You did. You got it right. Good job. Five tips for a smooth worship rehearsal. So uh, this is something that's been a pet peeve of mine for years. And I used to do music at uh, several churches in fact, a lot of this uh, I got from our mutual friend, Ken Ballinger. Uh, oh. Ken, Ken and I used to uh, lead music together. Ken was actually our primary worship leader, but uh, uh, he worked for the fire department. So there was a lot of Sundays he couldn't do it. So I would do it. And then there was, my goodness, speaking of sickness and health issues, he had some issues that kept him out for a couple months, you know, and at least once or twice. I mean, he had some pretty serious issues. And uh, so, uh, and I was doing music before that and I've done music after that. I don't do it anymore, but I have observed over the years that their worship rehearsals could go a lot better. Yeah. And, and from my vantage point, never, never been invited to be a part of a worship band. Actually, my family and in-laws um, like to mock me of my lack of uh, any musical talent. Well, where did your son get it, Chad? I don't know. I mean, he's definitely got it, but yeah. he's uh, my wife's side of the family. They are very um, musically inclined. They can all sing. They all do. Sing and dance. Yeah, not everybody plays an, an instrument, but they yeah. they all can sing and carry yeah. a tune. And that's yeah. not me. So they like giving me a hard time because I'll yeah. try to sing sometimes, and they Tone just death. yes. Yeah. All right. Well, look, if you're listening to the podcast today and you are, if you're if you've got this far, uh, you know, maybe you're not the music leader. Uh, maybe you run sound uh, or maybe you're, you know, a pastor, senior pastor or, or associate pastor. You know, these tips might be something to pass along to your worship leader or worship leaders. And I'll let you decide how to tactfully do that. 
because uh, I know that's a sensitive area. But uh, I have found over the years that a lot of musicians, uh, well, at least some, are not exactly super organized. Uh, some are, but some are not. Uh, I think they're kind of artsy and very creative. Yeah, you're telling me the yeah the musically inclined may have some areas if that we're stereotyping could, people huh? yeah, they could use some help maybe in certain areas like organizational things and one of the things that ken ballinger was great at was organizing and so i learned from him I, i'm always in organizing anyhow but uh, but why with him so we're going to go through this list so five tips how to make your rehearsal a little bit smoother and uh, hopefully this will get to the right people <laughs> so the first one is tip number one solidify the song map key and arrangement several days ahead of rehearsal so what we're talking about here is putting some forethought in this before you have the rehearsal several days before would be ideal where you sit down and you think a little bit about okay where's this song going we're gonna do here's a set of songs that we're gonna do here's this song here you know follow the lord or whatever it is and this works for people to choir too. This is not just, you know, bands. This is choir and other things. So, you know, where are you guys going with this? You know, you're going to repeat it several times. You're going to do the bridge. You're going to do, you know, the verses a couple times. You know, all those kind of things. The chorus. Figure out where you're going with that. Not that you can't change a little bit later, but have an idea. So this is the this is the job of the worship leader, right? He's worship gotta, leader. Yeah. Got to put all this, this thing. All these things are worship leader. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean you okay. can delegate, but and right. you can certainly delegate. But but this is pretty so, much what we're talking about today is the music leader, the music director, the worship leader. So, so how far out do I know? Um, you know, pastors will prepare messages months, you know, sometimes up to a year in advance, right? Or a few hours ever, in advance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm unique with my pastor but he claims to have these messages you know scheduled six months out he does how far out does um do does would you recommend the worship uh, um, pastor to have their song set done well i think there's different levels i think that you know uh you might be looking at new music to introduce and so you might be thinking about that a month in advance like yeah, i think we need to do this new song you know mm -hmm. and and so you might put that in the rotation, you know, a month or so in advance. I, most of this stuff we're going to talk about today, you could do a week in advance. Okay. And, and I don't see why you couldn't, but again, everybody's different. Uh, but I, you know, I would just say for certain things, specialty songs, or like I said, new songs, or maybe something you haven't brought up, maybe something you haven't had in rotation for a while, you know, maybe think maybe. ahead a month or two ahead. Okay. But so for, for the list, I would say, you know, if you can get a good four or five days head start at least. That yeah, would be so this enough. this tip one is solidifying the song map key yeah. and arrangement several days. So why do you do that? Well, so the main reason, and most, and this is for pretty much, this is the bottom line for almost all we're talking about here is you want to know, you don't want people standing around, okay? And I see this all the time. People, you know, the worship leader shows up, it's got a stack of music maybe, and musicians come in late and and the people that might be doing the singing are just kind of standing around you know and it's a waste of time 
And so you want to do all this stuff for several reasons. One is you want to don't want to waste people's times. Second of all, like if you're working on a key change, you know, in, in the song, you want to make sure it's doable. So you want to kind of do that in advance. So you want to make sure, okay, I'm going to lower this song from, you know, G to F or whatever. Uh, so I want to make sure it's going to sound okay and it's it's playable <laughs> for my yeah. musicians, you know. Is uh, there... Are your, is your worship team, I would think another thing, and I'm kind of a noob at this, would be if you get the the song map, the key, all that stuff figured out early, then prior to the rehearsal, the people in the worship band or worship can rehearse on their own, right? Yeah, and that's, that's, a, great, uh, that's a great point to bring up. And, uh, you know, now with uh, software like worship, uh, uh, what is it called, worship planning, uh, you know, you can do all that in advance, and I would encourage you. So if you have people like in a certain software that schedules people, Worship Planner is what we use. You guys used to use it. I think you guys use something different now. But it sends out, you know, you can schedule you can schedule any task for the church. I mean, you can schedule ushers and greeters and all that. But, but you know, you can certainly do the, the music team. And there's, there's, there's tools in that where you can put chord charts and you can put a lot of details. So ideally... You know, if you've got all that figured out in advance, you can put that in the in the software, upload it, and then people can can take a look at it in advance. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did I answer the question? Yeah. So I assume, yeah, they'll have the complete music for the songs, and sometimes they'll even have recorded, right? Well, you'll have. Yeah. You can certainly okay. do that, and and you know that also is available in Worship Planner. You can you can have that in Worship Planner, and uh, Again, uh, you put some forethought in it and get it out there for people, and then they can they can drop it drop it in and listen to it in advance. That's 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 really the ideal thing, and that's we don't really have this on the list, but uh, honestly, there's software out there you can use that that is so beneficial for everybody, so that people don't walk in going, "What's this song? Never heard this before in my life," or "What am I supposed to do here?" You know, uh -huh. if you've got all that in there, then they can at least have a little bit of an idea what's happening when they get to rehearsal. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so our tip number two here, I guess this kind of these kind of go together, don't they? Or a lot of this goes together, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, correct copy of the chord chart of the sheet music, the chord chart. Uh, and again, you know what you mentioned earlier. If you've got something recorded, you know have have that in hopefully the right key. Yeah. Say, so if you're sending it out early, it's probably a good idea to send the right stuff out early. Is that that's what, always the a point? good <laughs> idea. Yes, it is. And again, you know, we're looking at, at stuff here. You know, we're looking at saving time and making it a pleasant experience for everybody. So, you know, nothing's worse than people coming in and you're not prepared if you're the worship leader and they're standing around and uh, it just creates a waste of time and a waste of energy and, and you're better off. Uh, you know, doing some of this in advance. It's, and again, a week in advance usually is okay as long as you stay on top of it. All right. So tip number one is send the song map key and arrangement out several days in advance. And then two is is make sure you send the right stuff out in advance, right? Right. Yeah. Have Got to have the right stuff. Uh, and again, with software today, you know, you can get a song that's in a certain key, but if you want to raise it or lower it, uh, you can get software today that will do that for you, and you'll, you'll set it up so that it's, it's easy to do, and, and people are going to actually hear it 
in the right in the right key. So again, helps the singers too. Really helps them if they're trying to harmonize. Okay. All right. Are we ready to move on to number three? Yeah, let's do let's do number three. Number three is have a real sound check. As opposed to a phony sound check. So yeah. So a real sound check, what we're talking about here is not just like, you know, are we on? Hello, are we on? You know, it's 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 actually letting the person run sound really make sure he can kind of tune it in a little bit. And and I'm not a sound guy. Uh, I remember many years ago, uh, actually it was Ken Ballinger said, hey, Phil, you're in radio. Why don't you run sound for us? Like, you know, if you're in broadcasting, then you should be an expert at running sound, right? I'm like, no, I'm not a sound guy. I can turn knobs, but, you know. So uh, you want the sound person to have a little bit of uh, opportunity to kind of, I, I call it tune people in. So, you know, listen to the bass for a minute or two. Uh, listen to your singers. Try to get them, you know, so tweak a little bit. this is happening during rehearsal? Yeah, you can do this. You know, it, it can actually happen, should happen before you actually go through the song set. I mean, that that would be my preference. Now, there are people that just do it during the song set. Oh, how could, um, I would think you do it during the, during the rehearsal of the song set, but you're talking about, and you say, okay, bass, give me a few strums, and then and you yeah, tune maybe them. A, and, maybe in a minute or two. Yeah, I mean, we're not just talking, you know, hit the chord. We're talking play a riff, you know. Okay. Maybe play it several times. Uh, so look, I think I'm just giving you my, this is my preference. There may be okay. some other people out there that go, no, that's not the way to do it. But so you go through each, each I would go through member individually. You got it. Okay. I all would right. go through it all before you start running through the music, okay? And just, you know, the instrument, you know, yeah, it's plugged in, but let's hear it. How's it sound? How's the tone? What do we need to tweak on the game? Uh, you know, and the whole thing, harmonies, work on that, you know. And again, we're talking maybe seven or eight minutes, depending on how right. large your, your band is or your, your choir is. Just kind of get it there. And then, in my opinion, uh, you can tweak it a little bit afterwards, but here's the problem. If, if, if you just wait until you're running through the music, where you're actually running through the songs, and the sound guy is trying to tweak stuff, it usually affects your monitors. It, and depending on what you're, you know, if you have an inner ear or if you have monitors or something. I do have an inner ear. Oh, you mean? <laughs> do we need to edit this out? Uh, <laughs> In ears, okay, the in ears. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, if if you have something like that and somebody's tweaking stuff, you know, you're up there and you're going, you know, you know, or you're like, I can't hear Sue, I can't hear Sue, you know, or something changes in your monitors and you get feedback, or you don't get anything at all. You know, if you can do some of this before you run through the actual music, it will help the situation. And okay. then you can tweak it, you know, a little bit. And you're still going to probably have some of that, you know, where the sound guy's doing or sound gal's doing something, you know, and like you're up there going, all right, I hear something weird, you know. But ideally, go through it a little bit, not just like, hey, does this work? You see what the, the difference? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure this is on your list, but this is another question here for you, being the non-worship guy. Um, I would think... There would be advantages to doing the rehearsal as close to the actual service as possible. Are there pros and cons there? 
or, you know, we, we have Sunday morning service and, yeah. you know, we do rehearsals on Wednesday. Everything sounds great. And then you show up Sunday morning and, oh, my gosh, we got to remix and cause just turn well, things on and off. I think you have a good point. I think if you can ideally do it as close as you can to the actual you know, experience to the actual presentation to the actual service. That's that's ideal. Uh, in fact, my church kind of does that now. They meet service doesn't start till ten, and they they start running through the songs at eight in the morning. Okay, uh, and and they feel so pretty good about it. Yeah, it's a double edged sword, I guess. If you run into an issue, then you only have you know you yeah. limited time to fix it before the service goes on, but. But I guess you're not really running into issues. Uh, if you're prepared, if you follow our little list here, even if you run into issues, you know, you if you should be organized enough and prepared enough where, okay, this song's not going to work, but let's do this song instead, you know. Uh, so there's yeah. there's options, and that, we do that all the time. You know, it's like, ah, this isn't going to work. This is not good. So let's just go with this one instead. So, but again, it, it, it re requires a little bit of planning and forethought. You know, usually, usually on the music director, the, the worship leader's part to give it some thought and, and uh, you know, put some time and energy into it. So, yeah, you're right. It, the closer you can get, in my opinion, the closer you can get, the better. But not everybody can do that. Right. Okay. So moving on here, number four on our list. Number four, quattro. Wow. Uh, so your vocals, your tech team members, uh, your musicians have got to own They've got to own the thing. They've got to own the lyrics. They've got to know the lyrics. Uh, this is probably the weakest. I see this a lot in churches. And, and here's what I see. People are singing like this. Their head's down and they're looking for the words. And what does that convey to you, <laughs> you know, when you're out there? I mean, look, we're worshiping, yes. And, you know, our focus is on God. But when somebody's, you know, just... Just doing this the whole time, you know. And for the uh, for the audio listeners, Phil is looking down towards his toes. Yeah, there you go. That's right. I forgot we have uh, audio as well as video here. So, so, look, I get it that it's really hard sometimes to memorize stuff, and I have a problem myself memorizing songs. I, as you know, I tend to get everything mixed up when I'm talking. But uh, if you can at least really work hard at at, at knowing the music as best you can. Uh, hopefully you can stay away from just looking down all the time at your feet and, and looking up a little bit and, you know, being able to smile, being able to have, you know, when you, when you know the music, when you know the song, you're going to look, you're going to feel better. Anyhow, you're not going to be so tense right. and expression on your face, hopefully will be more relaxed, more happy instead of, you know, your, your eyebrows are scrunched up and you're like, oh, I can't see that. What is that? Oh no, I screwed it up. You know, and you're saying that in your head. So if you can really own it <laughs> as best you can. And, and again, this is where the good worship teams don't get enough so credit. This is happening way before rehearsal then. So that's when you get your week ahead of ants. Here's the again, song list yeah. going through. Okay, yeah. And I know, I think at our church, and I'm sure a lot of other churches will, they'll project the lyrics on the back wall. Yeah, that's a so trick. That, yeah, so that, you know, everyone's looking forward, but the worship band can see that and but yeah. then one of the things that you talk about tech team members as well is we're required and sometimes i have been part of the tech team i'm like hmm, this seems like a kind of a waste of time to be here while the while they're running through their rehearsal 
But the guy driving the lyrics for the whole sanctuary and everything online mm-hmm. needs to know. Exactly. Because <laughs> if he gets lost, everybody gets lost. Well, not every, not all the time. It's usually he, you know, he or she gets lost, and, right. and the worship band carry, you know, carries on through. Yeah, that's a good point. They, 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 you know, your people running sound or even people running video, you know, if you're if you're doing a if you've got several cameras and you're you want to take a close up shot of the guy playing guitar right. or you got somebody doing a saxophone solo or, you know, you got somebody doing just a nice solo, so, vocal solo, you know, so those guys need to know to where be, to go. Yeah. And so Pretty during the rehearsal, they can. Yep. Get their cues and go. Okay, when this thing's live, I know to be here or there. So, yep, that yeah. uh, makes sense. Yeah, there, there's okay. a lot of this, and here's the other point too, and that is, you know, when you really own something, you have more confidence in it. So it's going to show in your body language. It's going to show, uh, you know, in, in, if you're if you're an actual worship leader, in, in your ability to lead people. You know, mm-hmm. but if you're not comfortable with it, and again, I understand the, you know, shooting the lyrics on the on a, on a wall you know, behind everybody that's in the congregation, you know, that's okay. But then you still get people, they're still kind of looking at the lyrics, you know, they're not looking at people and they could try to fake it and try to act like they're, you know, worshiping, trying to see the lyrics. But, you know, again, if you can know these lyrics and know your music, especially if you're a guitar player or whatever, uh, it will make a big difference in the presentation. All right. Okay. So now our last tip here. Tip number five, have a plan and goals in writing for your rehearsal. Yeah, this is this is pretty much a, a deal where, uh, uh, you know, you as a worship leader, you know, you want to say, hey, we're going to start right at seven. So this is the basics. OK, so the, the, the first thing is worship starts. Worship practice starts at seven. So what does that mean? Well, if I'm the new guy, does that mean, you know, I bring my bass and I show up at seven and now I got, okay, I got to plug this thing in and, and, uh, Hey, does this channel work? And, uh, uh, wait, let's see, is this in tune? Oh, wait, I go, let me adjust this here. You know, if you say seven o'clock, everybody shows up and tunes up for 20 minutes. Okay. But if you mean, let's start actually doing music at seven, what does that mean to everybody else? That means they got to get there before seven. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're a musician, enough time so you get in there plug in tune up do whatever you have to do so that you know we're ready to rock and roll so yeah, to speak. You, you have in our notes here call time versus start time yeah so yeah. The call so, time is what is the call time well so call time is is okay we're we're showing up at this time we're gonna we're all here at this time and start time might be a little different so start okay. time might be you know, 25 minutes later or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Again, it's all, right. all, it's, everybody's different. So it's, this is not like, oh, you got to do it this I way. Guess, I'm just throwing this out to you. Yeah. I guess a big part of this would just be communicating mm-hmm. what you mean when you say rehearsal is at seven. Yeah. And you need to communicate. We're going to yeah. start and, the first song run through at seven, or we're going to start the first wrong song run through at yeah. 720 or and here's another thing to think about. And and uh, what we used to do years ago was we would have, you know, we'd have practice at seven. We called it worship practice at seven. We would meet and literally just sit in a circle and pray for each other, talk about some things for maybe 20 minutes, see how everybody was doing, touch base. And that was part of it. And everybody understood that. So what I'm getting at here when we talk about these goals, have a goals, have a plan in mind, you know, as you said, got to communicate it well so that when you're there, 
you know, people know, hey, I'm coming. I still need to be there at seven, but I may not be playing at seven, but I'm there because we're going to pray for each other. Or we're going to talk about something, you know, have a meeting to communicate because worship teams are should be much more than just playing the music. There should be a relationship happening there. There should be people, you know, caring for each other, praying for each other, taking care of anybody's needs. It's in my opinion, you know, your worship band or your worship, your choir can be kind of like a small group. You know, you, you want to mm -hmm. get there, connect with people and help each other. So whatever you want to do with this time, communicate it well, get the goals out there so that people understand it so that people aren't just showing up and going, hey, thought we were starting now or or, well, I started, I came 20 minutes late because I know we don't start till 25 after, you know. You want to communicate what's what's important on these things. <laughs> so All right. So understanding. So, so there we have it. We have tip number one is uh, get things, your song map keys and stuff out yeah. days ahead of the rehearsal. Number yep. two days, is, uh, days or weeks, depending on who yeah. you are, what you're doing. All right. Tip number two, make sure you get the right stuff in front of people as they prepare yep. before rehearsal. That's a good, yeah. That's, mm -hmm. And then I like the have a real sound check. Yeah. And make sure that everybody, vocalists, team members, tech, tech guys, musicians all know the lyrics and own the lyrics and then have yeah. a plan and goal. Yeah, yeah. And, and and not just know the lyrics, but kind of know the direction, you know, what, where's going, where's everything going on this thing, you know, that kind of a thing. But yeah, so again, look, worship teams that do this well are very underrated. People don't understand that, but it takes a lot of effort. It takes work and effort to put together a good presentation uh, because it's all about, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's about worshiping God, but it's also new people coming in and having a good experience. And so, you know, your team stands up Sunday morning or Saturday night or whatever it is during the actual service, and they don't have their act together. You know, that that's not the best. No, nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. We're not talking perfection here. We're just talking about some tips that can help you and your team be better at what you do and do it, you know, for the glory of God, do it well. And, uh, and when you do those things well, it has a very positive effect on everybody in the church. All right. Sounds great. So there you have it. All right. So we are done. Is that good? Okay. So we're done. As we always tell people, if you have any feedback on anything we do on these podcasts, we always want to hear from it, hear from you. Uh, you know, constructive criticism, praise, or whatever it might be. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're an organization that helps churches do streaming video mobile apps and, and uh, uh, content management stuff for churches and other things. Uh, we're, we're more than just a company that does tech. We're a company that loves churches and wants to help churches uh, in any way we can. And as we've just been talking here today, I've had a lot of experience in this area. Steve's had experience in other areas as well with churches. Just not in this area, <laughs> right. but, but he's got a lot of experience and all our team has. has as, I, as we prep for this, I, I mentioned I've watched the worship band practice. That, that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all you need. Well, and you've been in the tech booth, so you, you've, yeah. of it. You've, yeah. you've done some of that. So so again, uh, we're all about helping your church, uh, you know, grow and become healthier. That's what we want to do. That's why we do what we do here. So we'd love to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's the email address. Memorize it. Support at streamingchurch.tv. We're done. He is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. And uh, thank you for your time today. We appreciate it. Have yourself a great day. And we'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.